Amen. Amen. Are, we were able to get up this morning, weren't we? We were able to get here this morning, right? God is good. God is good all the time. Uh, I'd like to welcome you here today in our sanctuary. We also like to welcome our online audience, our congregation, because you are, as has been said before, just as much part of this as the people sitting here in the sanctuary. We're here for you. If you need anything, you let us know. We have an online pastor, Pastor Teresa. If you're on Facebook, you just send her a message and she'll be glad. If you take prayer requests, just let us know. You know, nothing else. Drop us a note to tell us how things are going with you or how you like in the service. Um, like to welcome any visitors here today, anyone that's visiting with us. We're appreciative that you've come um, and hope you enjoy the service today. We're going to start out with our faith statement. This is the statement that our church does. It is a foundation in which we are standing on and we're believing. It's also giving us direction and how we're going to move forward every day of our life. This is not a Sunday church. This is a seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-a-day church, and that's how we serve our God. So let's, let's say our faith statement. We are sword-drawn, word-ready, purpose-filled. We will not be denied, and in Jesus' name, we will do everything, not somehow, but triumphantly. Hallelujah. You get that, church? We're going to do everything, not somehow, not that we don't know what we're doing or how we're going to do it. Yes. We're going to do it, and we're going to do it triumphantly. Yes. Amen. We also have the opportunity to give of our tithes and offerings. We have baskets placed in various parts of the sanctuary. If you would like to give, those that are online, you can give online. And you can also mail your tithes here to the church. So there are three ways that you can Let's say our statement over our tithes and offerings. As we, so we receive, receive today's, today's offering, we are believing the Lord for jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, favorable settlements, estates and inheritances, interest and income, rebates and returns, checks in the mail, gifts and surprises, Finding money, debts paid off, expenses decrease, blessing increase. Thank you, Lord, for meeting all of my financial needs that I may have more than enough to give into the kingdom of God and promote the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Now, hallelujah. One thing I did want to mention here what we said here in the last part of this we're not giving because the church is a corporation that needs money even though we have to have money to operate you like our air conditioning we have to pay for that you like the lights being on we do have to pay for that but that's not the reason we give our tithes and offerings we give our tithes and offerings so that we may promote the gospel of yeah. Jesus Christ yeah. and part of that promotion is we do have expenses we do have to pay for because like, part of promotion is having people come from a place to come sit. So just know that you're not giving to Crossroads World Outreach Center so that Crossroads World Outreach Center can go out and buy stuff and do stuff. Yeah. You're giving to Jesus. You're giving to promote the gospel 
you're giving into the work of the church, not just the crossroads. So just remember that as you give. Again, the three ways to give in person, by mail, and online. One of the things that I was studying last night was the Psalms. I love reading the Psalms. And Pastor Tim taught me one thing that he usually did and I picked up is I try to read the Psalms every day and I start with the day like today's 18. So I read Psalms 18. Tomorrow will be the 19th. I'll read Psalms 19. And sometimes you have to double that. You know, I may have to go over to Psalms 36, but I always read until I get something. Well, that being said, I'm going to read to y'all from Psalms 95 today. Now, Psalms 95 is a call to worship and obedience. And I'm thinking how appropriate that we're coming here and we are affirming the reason that we're here. We're not here just because it's a Sunday and that's what we have to do on Sunday. We're not here because our parents drug us to church, even though that may be some. I, I grew up with, as Pastor Simmons, you say, a drug, a drug problem. I was drugged to church on Sunday. But thank God I was. So I want you to take these words to heart as we read Psalms 95. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with a song. For the Lord is the great God and the great King above all gods. In his hands are the deep places of the earth. The heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he has made it, and his hands have formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God, and we are his people and his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Church, let's enter into the worship with praise and thanksgiving. Come on. Give him a big old hand this morning. Come on, are you thankful for who he is today? Are you thankful? Slow that down. Slow that down. Yeah, there you go. Come on, by his stripes. By his stripes, we are here. There you go. You are. You are the risen King. 
say by his stripes by his stripes we are here. come on sing that like you mean it by his nail hands we're free by his blood we're washed clean now we have the victory come on the power of sin is broken the power of sin is broken jesus overcame it all yes he did come on he has won our freedom jesus has won it all come on let those hallelujahs ring Time. 
Jesus at the center of it Just worship Jesus. For from you are all things, and to you are all things. You deserve. You deserve the glory. Come on, He is worthy in this place. Let's worship and exalt Him. You are worthy of it all. Yes, you are. You are worthy of it all. From you are all things. To you. And to Come on, it's all about Jesus. All it's all about Jesus. You deserve the glory. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy of it all. Come on, worship Him. You are worthy of it all. From you are all things, and to you are all things. You deserve the glory. Come on, let's join the angels in heaven right now. All the saints and angels, and all the saints. You are all things, 
Jesus says, From our attitudes and our plans, they line up with him. It will always be, it's always been you, Jesus. Jesus. Say it again, Jesus be, Jesus be the center of my life. Do it, Lord, do it, Lord. Jesus be the center of my life beginning to the end from beginning to the end it'll always be it's always been good Jesus cause Jesus. nothing else matters cause nothing else matters nothing in this world will do come on do you mean that this morning Jesus, you're the Everything revolves around you. Everything revolves around you. Jesus, you. Jesus, be. Jesus, be the center of my life. Jesus, be the center of my life. beginning to the end it will always be it's always been you jesus jesus say his name say jesus jesus you are worthy jesus oh jesus you 
again. You're worthy. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. Come on, forget about everybody around you. If you want to shut your eyes, throw those you hands up and just sing to Jesus. And to you are all things. You deserve the glory. Your incense is going to go up. Come on, time. Day and night, night and day, let incense arise. God, take our praise today for Jesus.
your voice all together for from you are all things and to you are all things you deserve the glory one more time lift your voice you are worthy of it all you are of this gathering today it is all about you nothing else matters but you it is all about you Jesus and we exalt you in this place we'll continue to exalt you in this place throughout the rest of this service because you're worthy we have nothing without you we are nothing without you God we worship you Jesus God, has he been good to anybody besides me Oh, thank you, God, for who you are. Thank you, Jesus, for who you are. Look at three people. Tell them, he has been good to me. Thank you. 
morning. Good morning. Good morning. Got the mic. Awesome. Well, guys, we get to do something really special right now with the Martin and Chapel family. Please come up here. This is exciting. My first baby dedication. That's so exciting. Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What a beautiful family. You didn't know this was today? <laughs> Grandpa's like, oh. <laughs> Jason, can you take pictures for them while we do this? Sorry for getting you together. No, you're fine. Everybody's so cute. How old is she now? She now. Well, church, family, this this is a big deal. This is a big deal, right? Because dedication of a baby is symbolism, right? That this child now belongs to the Lord. And parents, that's a big responsibility. Because now it is up to you to raise her in the ways of the Lord. And just as Holy Spirit baptism and baptism, right? Baptism of water is symbolism of death into life. This is symbolism now. This child will now serve in the ministry of the Lord. And this is a really big deal. So not only is this amazing for baby girl now that she has a covering of protection from the Lord, but this is a charge to the whole family and church family that this baby girl will be raised to follow the Lord in the ways of the Lord. She's great heritage already of grandparents who follow the Lord. And this is just the next step in her life, right? Now she's a baby, but we all know how fast they grow up. The next thing we know, she'll be a grown woman, and we are believing that she'll be a woman of the Lord, a mighty woman of the Lord. So let, I'm going to anoint her, and then we're going to pray over her. She's not like that. All right, let's pray together. Lord God, right now, we come to you, and we present this beautiful baby girl, Everly Martin, to you, Lord God. We thank you for this precious life this new life on the earth, and Lord God, these parents are entrusting you with their sweet baby girl. So Lord God, right now we speak life over this baby girl. We speak power, we speak Holy Spirit empowerment over this life of this sweet baby girl. Lord God, we are believing that she will be a mighty woman of God who leads others to the gospel. So Lord God, right now I pray for the parents that the parents would have a special anointing on their lives that they have never experienced before. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would fill them like they have never felt before, Lord God. And now I give this charge to the rest of the family. And Lord God, I pray that this family would be so on fire for you that this baby girl will hear scripture every day of her life, that this baby girl will grow up seeing her, her family praying together, speaking the word of God together. So Lord God, right now we dedicate this baby girl into your care. Lord God, we thank you that you love this sweet girl. We thank you that you love this family and that you want nothing but good things for them. So, God, we thank you for who you are, and we thank you for this life of this baby girl. In your name we pray. Amen. We want to present this beautiful baby girl with her little Bible. I'll hand that to Dad. And then this is her certificate of dedication. Can we get a round of applause for this family? Amen. Thank you, guys. Wow, what a great morning. I'm so glad to see you guys here. Um, I don't know about you guys, but this past week has been 
kind of a downer, and it's been very, it's been a lot, um, but I'm so glad to be here this morning. Yeah. Um, some quick announcements. We are going to do a movie day for Children's Church next Sunday. Um, I believe we're watching, uh, what is it, The Star, I think. So we're going to do a movie day. It's still going to be across the street. We're going to do it in the youth room. Um, we're going to do popcorn and some juice. Just wanted to do something fun since it is summertime. Um, speaking of you guys, we're going to go ahead and head out. All right. Miss Martha, which corner are you going to go in? This one? All right. So if you are in Children's Church, we are going to head over to this corner right over here. All right. Um, pass the mic. Yay, don't we have some awesome kids? Praise the Lord for kids. A church with kids means that it's not a dying church, so praise the Lord. Um, Bethany. Y'all, Pastor Bethany's going to come up and make some announcements about something we have upcoming for the youth group. <laughs> All right, good morning, guys. So um, it is youth fundraiser time. Uh, we will be going to Accelerate in January. They actually are having it this year, um, and it will be COVID safe. Um, but we're starting our envelope fundraiser. Um, we've done it for a couple of years. Basically, there's some envelopes back on the main information table. Um, they have various amounts written on them. You basically put that amount of money in it. You can put it in the offering basket. You can give it to Miss Melody. You can give it to me, however you want to do it. Um, you can grab multiples. You can grab one. You can take them all. Help yourself. <laughs> um, I think they're labeled one to 200. So, like I said, grab them all. Take them. We need it. <laughs> um, but we thank you in advance for your donations. Uh, we thank you for your support of the youth group and everything you do for us and pray for us. Uh, we appreciate that. So thank you. And that's it. Thank you, Pastor Bethany. Always diligent. Well, good morning, everybody. It's good to see everybody this morning. I know we're missing a lot of people due to family situations and vacations, but thank you for making it a choice. Well, it is a choice, but thank you for choosing to be here. It's a, it's a big deal that you do come, not just for me, but for your church family to see you and to be encouraged by you. And I don't know about y'all, but worship was very powerful this morning. Very powerful this morning. We've been praying for God to move, and he's moving, and he's moving. Um, Miss Jackie and Miss Melody, will you hand one, one of those copies to each member of the congregation? Um, one last thing before we get started. If y'all didn't see the luncheon that was supposed to be next Sunday has been postponed. Y'all, we just have, we have a lot going on right now in the church. Um, and good things, but also sad things that are also joyous. And so it's, it's just a lot right now. Um, so keep us in your prayers and pray for your church family. Um, I'm a little bit tired right now, but you know what? God is good and the Holy Spirit is leading us, so we will be fine. Um, all right, so you're getting a copy of something that's been heavy on my heart recently. And... The topic is prayer, and nothing is birthed in the church without prayer. And you see any mighty move of God throughout the centuries, even in Scripture, it did not happen except first with prayer. And today's not going to be your typical church day, and some of you guys are going to be like super uncomfortable with this. And you're going to be super weirded out when I tell you how this is going to work and what it's going to look like. But what we've been asking is that the Holy Spirit would lead this church. And I had fully planned on finishing up our order series that we've been in the past two weeks. I was going to finish it up today, and next week we were going to start the spiritual gift series. 
But you know what? The Holy Spirit has been working on my heart, and I've been in the book, The Circle Maker. Who in here has read The Circle Maker? Yeah, a good bit of you. A good bit of you. Well, the, the Holy Spirit's been working on my heart when it comes to prayer, because I want this to be a house of prayer. And we are believing for some big things in this church, but if we don't endeavor in prayer, we're not going to see it. It's one thing to be hopeful. It's another thing to be prayerful. So instead of us standing here and me making these big things like 999 more salvations, that's something we have to endeavor in prayer and tarry in prayer. Did anyone notice the wall over there that it's changed? Wow, no, and y'all, it's been, it's, it was like that for three years. So I'm sure you stopped paying attention at some point. What does that say? What do those papers say? What does it say? What does it say? Bold prayers. Why? Because God honors bold prayers. If you can do it yourself, you probably don't need to pray about it. You hear me? If you can do it yourself, you probably don't need to pray about it. But if it is something so out of your control that only God intervening can change the situation, you need to pray bold prayers. We need to pray bold prayers. So over there, and I'm telling y'all, some of y'all going to be weirded out by this service because it's gathering. Sorry, this is not a service. I'm not here to serve you. We're here to gather together and worship the name of Jesus Christ. But there's a little bucket over there by the offering, offering basket. It's got paper. It's got pens and stickies. I want us to pray bold prayers today. Are you believing for healing in your body that the doctors say isn't, isn't possible? That's a bold prayer. Are you praying for family members who are so far away from the gospel that it seems impossible for them to be saved? That's a bold prayer. So today we are seeking God with bold prayers. I want to read a quote to you. This is from Leonard Ravenhill. No man is greater than his prayer life. The pastor who is not praying is playing. The people who are not praying are straying. We have many organizers, but few agonizers. Many players and many payers, but few prayers. Many singers, few clingers. Lots of pastors, few wrestlers. Many fears, few tears. Much fashion, little passion. Many interferers, few intercessors. Many riders, but few fighters. Failing here, we fail everywhere. Crossroads, if we fail here in prayer, we fail everywhere. Because this church isn't about us. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about God. And that's who we come here for. Matthew 6, 9 through 15. Therefore, you should pray like this. Our Father in heaven, your name be honored as holy. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not bring us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive others their offenses, your heavenly Father will forgive you as well. But if you don't forgive others, your Father will not forgive your offenses. Matthew 7, 7 through 11. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Who among you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? That sheet I gave you are some excerpts from the book I'm reading currently again, The Circle Maker. And we're about to go into a time of prayer. And guess what? I'm not holding you hostage. 
you can leave anytime you want to. There will be no formal dismissal today. But some of you have things happening in your life that only God can resolve. That only God can mend. That only God can heal. And some of you need to come up to this altar and you need to pray, pray, pray. But some of you are having the spirit of a, of a prayer warrior birth inside of you. You need to go intercede for others. You need to go lay hands on each other. And you know what? You know what's going to be even weirder? Some of you need to walk circles around the sanctuary, marking this sanctuary, standing in the middle and praying for this church. And some of you need to even be more weird and walk around the outside of this building in the heat praying for this church. Amen? Because listen, today is going to be different. I'm not preaching like usual. I'm not teaching like usual. And like I said, some of you are going to be uncomfortable. But you know, you know when we grow? When we're uncomfortable. And God wants to birth something in this church that only he can do. I told y'all that Sunday that I was entered in as the senior pastor when I spoke for like five minutes. I told you the things that are going to happen at this church only the Lord can do. Only the Lord can do these things. So as we enter this time of prayer, listen, this isn't open mic night, but I'm going to call on some of you to pray who haven't prayed in front of anyone before probably. And I need you to be bold. I need you to be bold. I need you to stand up, and I need you to speak what the Holy Spirit is telling you to speak. I'm not taking this lightly. Do you trust me? Oh, that's kind of quiet. Do you trust me? More importantly, do you trust the Lord? He's going to work today. And some of you are, are, are fearful. I, I know a lot of you have anxiety. A lot of you are struggling with fear. He wants to take that from you today. He wants to heal some of you today, maybe not physically, but inner healing. Some of you have been really hurt in your past and you're scarred. And it causes some of you to act up sometimes. And he wants to heal you today. So today, we're going to go into a time of prayer. And Michelle, you can play. Sorry, she hates when I call her Michelle. Auntie, you can play the keyboard if you want to. Those, if you're in the praise team, you want to sing, that's fine. But we're going to enter into a time of prayer today. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I'm going to read that to you again. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. God, I'm expecting for today. I'm excited. Just yesterday, this hit me that this is what the Holy Spirit wanted this church to do today. And I know this isn't normal. And listen, sometimes faith looks like foolishness. And listen, doubts are going through my mind. I'm like, Josiah, play it safe. Give the people a lesson. Let them go home. Play it safe. But God obviously has called me to the uncomfortable things because I've even been speaking on uncomfortable concepts and ideas. And in my mind, I was thinking, God, this could fuck. I could have three people pray and everyone leaves ten minutes later. But I'm believing that God is going to work in this place today. Some of you have children who have strayed so far from God, you don't believe they could come to the Lord. The gospel, the cross can save anybody. So today is the day. You want breakthrough? You want healing? Today is the day we press in. Today, do you hear me, congregation? Today is the day. We don't have to wait. God has already given us authority and victory. Some of you, he's already delivered your promise. You just have to claim it now. Some of you have been so focused and praying for so long that you forgot to praise him for what he's already done. So today, Scripture tells us, and always has, that when we enter into a place of prayer, that we are to enter with thanksgiving and praise. 
And when you're doing this, I, I want you to read those sheets I printed off because it's going gonna, it's gonna to encourage you into prayer. It's going to exhort you to pray specifically. Because sometimes we as Christians, we just pray these broad prayers and God's like, well, what do you want me to do exactly for you? That's not specific. Let's be specific with our prayers today. Pray for one another. Pray for each other. Pray for yourself. Pray for your family. You can come to the altar. You can sit in your seat. You can leave whenever you want to. But some of you don't need to leave this room until you have a real work of the Lord in your life. Some of us need to draw a circle, stand in it until we know it's been answered. Christians, I myself, I give up too easy. I give up too easy. I will circle a prayer for weeks and then I give up. Maybe he wanted for months. Maybe he wanted for years to me circle this thing in prayer, but I give up. Today is not the day to give up, Christians. Today is the day we move forward. Lord God, right now, this is your service. It's not about Josiah Hodge. It's not about a sermon. It's not about a lesson. But Holy Spirit, you have been working on my heart to lead these people and to make this house a house of prayer where we don't need anything fancy. We don't need a show. We don't need the hype. All we need is you, Jesus, because Jesus, you are enough. So today, Holy Spirit, work on hearts. We are believing for salvations. We are believing for Holy Spirit baptisms. We are believing for healing of the body. Lord God, encourage your people. Encourage your saints to dig deeper in prayer than we ever have before. Lord God, because breakthrough happens today. And I've been circling this church, I've been circling this congregation for days in this sanctuary by myself in turmoil in my spirit, Lord God, because the things you want to do in this church, only you can do. It doesn't matter the method, it doesn't matter the plan, it doesn't matter the ministry. If it is not you leading, it does not matter. Lord God, the American church needs true power, the power we experience from you. No more hype, no more hoopla. We just want the power of the Holy Spirit moving in this church. Lord God, I pray boldness over your congregation. I pray they would get up and they would go and pray for their family. We are family. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. Lord God, empower people. Give them courage. And Lord God, when I call on people to pray, give them courage to pray what you're working on their hearts, Lord God. That this isn't for a show. Jesus says, don't get up and stand up and pray long prayers for a show, but pray from the depths of your heart. Holy Spirit, you already moved in worship and there was already healing in the heart. But Lord God, right now we are praying for even more. The story of Honey from the Circle Maker. He prayed for rain and it started to rain. But he said, no, 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 God, that's not the rain I meant. God, I meant more rain. And it started to rain harder. He said, no, God, harder. And it rained harder. But why? Because he refused to leave the circle until God worked. Some of you today, God's answering prayers, but he needs to answer at a deeper level. And you don't need to leave until he's answered at that deeper level. Christians, don't be content for the bare minimum. God told us that he would give us beyond measure anything we could ever even think of or imagine. And in this day and age, God wants Christians to be bold. He wants us to walk in authority with confidence that what he said he would do, he would do. So, Lord God, we give this to you, Lord God. This time, no matter how long it takes, congregation, hear me. I will stay here all day if that's what it takes. If you need to be here for eight hours, I will be with you in the sanctuary for eight hours. But we have stopped. We have got to stop stopping short of the promises God has given us. We've got to tarry, we've got to tarry and wait for the Lord.
And let me tell you, Christians, that not, it's not just a goosebump. If you don't feel a goosebump, that doesn't mean the Holy Spirit's not here. Usually He moves the most when you don't feel the goosebumps. When it's just you and Him and you're crying, God, let me have more. God, I need you. That is when He's moved. The offerings of God are not burnt offerings, but they're a broken and contrite heart. Oh God, you will not despise. And some of you in here are broken. Bring your broken heart to the Lord. Lord God, move in this service. Move in this service. I thank you so much for this is the day that you have made and I will rejoice and I'll be glad in it Lord you are such a good God I love you and I know you're here right now and my heart is hungry for other people to know you people online that are listening I pray that you'll hear me and you'll hear me well you won't make it in this life without Jesus there's nothing more precious than having Jesus as your Lord and Savior. He will walk with you. He will talk with you. He will lead you to still waters when, it's, when the times are hard. He'll be with you. So I'm talking now not just to my church family here, but I'm talking to anyone that does not know you online or here. Lord, I ask you that you will quicken their heart because you said no man can know you unless they're drawn by you. So, Lord, I ask you to draw men to you, Lord, right now. Jesus, I pray that you will, you will turn your heart and your affection on those that are lost, that don't know you, and you will draw them, Jesus. You will draw them to the cross where you died and bled for them. They will know you as their Lord and Savior. And I want to pray this prayer for salvation for anybody right now who feels the Holy Spirit talking to them. He did this to me 14 years ago. He talked to my heart so strong. When I was at church, he told me that he loved me. He told me that he died for me. He told me that he, he wanted to, me to come to him and to be his child. And I was only 14. And I thank you, Lord, that you did that for me and you can do that for anyone. So right now, if you're interested and you have a heart that wants to know Jesus, if you're heartbroken, if you're, if you're sad, if you're lonely, if you've gone through something horrible, whatever, you know Jesus is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. And you can come to him right now. And he will, with open arms, take you. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what you've done. He loves you. He died for you. While you were still a sinner, he died for you. So, Lord, I'm just going to say a short prayer now, and I, anyone wants to pray along with me these words. And if you have somebody that you know that doesn't know Jesus, you can tell them, you can ask them to say the same prayer. It's very simple. Jesus, I want to know you. I realize you died for me. I realize you care for me. You, you are God. You are God alone. And that you rose again. And you're at the right side, hand side of God, the Father. And you're 
Holy Spirit has been sent to your children, and you're with us right now. And I just pray, Lord, for those that don't know you, that they will make a decision right now. In Jesus' name, I come to you, Lord. I, I ask for forgiveness of all my sins, Lord. I ask you to touch me, Lord. Fill me, Lord, with your Holy Spirit right now. And I pray that you will help me to follow you all the days of my life from here on in. So I may walk with you daily, Lord, and get to know you more. And learn your word and study your word. And I pray that you'll help me with that, Lord, to know you and to study your word. And I bow, I'll bow down right now and ask you to be my Lord and Savior. If you said this prayer, I pray that you'll mention it even online. I don't care where you say it, but just say something that you've asked the Lord into your heart so we can communicate with you and encourage you. And if you're here right now, it doesn't matter where you are. You can come forward at this altar anytime, anytime, and just ask Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. And he will come in, and you'll never You'll never regret it. I promise you, you will never regret it. I say this and just praise your name, Jesus. Amen. Saints, it, it would be it would be it would be a tragedy if you left here today not praying specific prayers and praying well prayers. Come on, saints, we gotta be bold. I'm telling you, some of y'all have been have been wanting things for so long that God had promised you. And you're still sitting back and not taking hold of what he's promised you. Christians, step forward. Step boldly. Faith looks foolish sometimes. Come on, saints. Come on.
I want to believe the Lord for incurable diseases. My dad has one. He has MDS, myelodysplastic syndrome. It's a blood disorder. It's basically pre-leukemia. But the side effects and the symptoms, y'all just keep playing. The side effects and the symptoms are hard, and there is no cure. So, God, right now, in the name of Jesus, God, with you, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. I pray right now, God, anyone under the sound of my voice that has or knows someone who has a disease which where there is no cure, God, we believe right now that you are in all things. All things belong to you. You are the creator of all things. You created these bodies. And we believe right now in the name of Jesus that bodies and cells and blood will line up with your word. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray against MDS for my dad and anyone else who has that horrible thing. God, the, the word says that the life is in the blood. So right now, God, we believe that your precious blood, which covered our sins, can do the same thing and cleanse his body, cleanse his blood of that disease in the name, name of Jesus. We command his body to create and make white blood cells and platelets like you created it to do. In the name of Jesus, God, we pray against all of these side effects, God, all the bleeding from his mouth, his nose, his bruising, his eyes, everything that is so sickening and so frustrating and so painful, God. I pray against that in the name of Jesus. I pray that that little faithful man who has preached your word since he was a junior in high school will be healed in the name of Jesus and that his latter years will be better than what they were. And God, for anyone else with an incurable disease, God, you are more than able. You are able, you are faithful. You are Jehovah Rapha, our healer. God, we thank you for healing right now in the name of Jesus. We're going to praise you like you already did it. God, I thank you for healing my daddy. I thank you for cleansing his blood. God, next time he goes to the doctor, God, I believe that they will say, wait, what's going on? This doesn't look like his normal blood. God, I believe for that in the name of Jesus, God. Those, all those side effects and sin was keeping him from your house, God. He has rarely missed church in all of his days, God, but recently has missed so much. God, I pray against that. That's just a trick of the enemy to keep him out of the house of the Lord. But that man still has more word in him than all of us put together. And we believe that word is coming, that he will live and not die to declare your works in the name of Jesus. And I pray that over every person in here, anyone with a disease, God, we believe that you are more than able. You are more than able. We trust you today, God. We thank you for your healing, Lord Jesus. We thank you for your healing. You are a healer. There is nothing that you cannot do, God. We thank you for healing today. We praise you and thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus.
Lord, I ask that you come to us and give us all pure hearts, clean hands, Lord. Intervene in my life, Lord, and everyone in here, Lord. We need you in our life every day, every minute, Lord. My family needs you. I need you. And there's people in here, other people that need you, Lord. So please, just come and let us have your presence in our life, Lord, because we need you. We need you every day, every minute, Lord. And we ask that you dwell in us and our mortal bodies, Lord, so we can become more like you every day and every way. But we walk in victory for you, Lord, and from you, Lord. And it is all from you and for you that we give you everything, Lord, that we do. And we honor you in every way, Lord. Everything that we say, everything that we do in our minds, Lord. Please, let our minds only be focused on you and what your will is, Lord. Take anything that's evil and less from us, Lord, please. We just ask you to be with us, lead us, and guide us, Lord, and have your way in our lives. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. God, we praise your name, oh God. And I may not have a disease, but I do have an illness from an accident. And I just pray that once again I would start to believe God, that he's possible for healing. Because I, I stopped believing it, and, and I don't want to. I want to turn. I want to trust that God can totally move and heal this body and anybody that has a spinal cord or whatever the illness is. It's possible through the blood of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord God. We bless your name, Lord God. And then I also will pray, like I did the other day, about unforgiveness, that people would open up and relieve, release that. Because God doesn't want you holding on to that. He wants you free. I, I was so angry after my accident, and I didn't realize that it, it was hurting me more than it was certain anybody else. And I just thank God that he took that away from me. And we, we bless your name. We thank you in Jesus. I want to take this time to just praise the Lord as we sang earlier the, today about how he is worthy. For many years, my husband has had many medical problems, year after year. And there's been many times I've stood at mirrors out the window, and I thought, Lord, you know this is more than I can handle. So I just laid him 
totally and completely in the Savior's arms. And I ask for his strength to give me the wisdom and the knowledge on what he would have me to do for him here. And Lord, how many times I've, I've, I've prayed you for what you've done for my son, Colt. Father, I remember how we surrendered him to you. Our prayer for him during all of his troubles and was the only thing that we asked was that if he could not live his life loving, obeying, and serving you, then help us to accept what we had to accept. But through your power, through your almighty powerful right hand, you brought him through. And for the last 13 years, he has loved you, served you, and been a blessing to my family, also a witness to my husband's family and to my own family. They have seen the change in his heart and his soul. And I know without a doubt in my mind that he will see the face of Jesus. And when we hold Jesus Christ, he holds us close to his heart, knowing all of our needs. Sometimes we don't know what to ask for, but he knows what we need. So please, if it's anyone in this room that ever really truly wants to put their trust and faith in the Lord, lean totally on him. Ask him to hold you close to his heart and just be who he wants you to be. We're not perfect. We never will be until we see his face. So, Lord, again, all I want to do is thank you. Thank you for your almighty, powerful right hand, knowing that you are king of king and Lord of Lord for everyone here. Please, Lord, if there's someone here today that needs you, who wants to humble themselves and come to the feet of Jesus, and he will just capture you and hold you as you've never known. We just want to thank you again for who you are and what we know you're going to do for this church and for the church family. Lord, when we grow We don't want to grow in just numbers. We want to grow in faith and hope and love. And, Lord, we just come to you again thanking you. And we give it all to you in the precious and holy name, the name above all names, the name of Jesus Christ. Holy is thy name.
Hey, keep, keep pushing, church. Keep pushing, church. I see breakthrough all throughout this room. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Don't stop. Don't stop short. Come on. I, I know it feels so good when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, but he wants to do so much more than that. Don't stop short. Don't stop short. I see it in some of your faces. I see joy for the first time in a long time. Keep pushing, church. Keep pushing. from 
I just wanted to talk about what Michelle had mentioned about incurable diseases. Um, a lot of y'all don't know me, and uh, I haven't talked about this. It's, you know, something you think that, well, you better not say anything about it because you don't want to give the devil any ammunition. So, um, but I have an incurable disease, and it's called polycythema vera. It's a blood disease that causes my body to make too much hemoglobin. And you would think, well, that wouldn't be a problem to have too much hemoglobin because some people don't have enough. Um, but it causes a lot of stress on your heart. It causes a lot of stress on your kidneys. It causes a lot of stress um, for your body to have to pump all that extra blood. So like every two or three months, I have to go and get blood taken out. And uh, they can't use it because they say it's a blood cancer. So I, I, um, I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, all I want to do is be able to do my housework, be able to go to church, be able to go outside and, and walk and maybe garden a little bit, you know. And uh, at the same time, I know that there's nothing too big for God. And yes. it seem, seems like the harder the disease, the easier it is for God. So I just praise him. I'm walking with him every day. And I just take one day at a time and ask him just to give me my strength for today. Yes. Yes. Would y'all please pray for her? Would y'all please pray with Miss Mia? Pray with Miss Mia. Miss Elaine, would you pray? Good morning, Father. I thank you for this day. I thank you for the opportunities you've given me to find this church and these people. And that I don't believe that I could make it without all of you. And all the things that you provide for me, Father, and giving me peace and direction, encouragement. And today, in my prayers, are going out to people who are dealing with and suffering with major disorders of the mind, depression, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, anxiety. I don't believe that the education is out there to let people know how horrible and painful and dis disabling these disorders are. I believe that it's been made worse because of the pandemic, because of the last two years that we have suffered with government and misinformation 
in lies that we've all been told. So my prayers go out to stop the lies, to let us not let them affect us, that every lie that comes out and every untruth that comes out be stopped before it reaches any of your precious people on this earth and it comes in another message instead to their hearts and their mind that they can do anything, anything with you. I thank you, Father, for the strength today that you've given me to be here. It's very hard to describe how severe depression is if you've never experienced it. So I'm asking you to heal and help my mind and my illness. It's also in my family. Most of these illnesses are in families. But I ask you for my benefit to help heal me. And I know that you will. So I'm thanking you for your interventions. Thank you, Lord. I have advice I have intelligence, I have experience that I could give others that could help them grow and not be damaged by these awful disorders. But I can't do it. There are days when I have trouble lifting myself out of bed to clean my house, to do the things in my life that I need to do. And the days that I am okay, I have a lot of stress and I'm asking you to help me find ways for that to be relieved. And not in just my life, but the lives of others, because I am not the only one affected by this. Yes. It's very hard to see. People have these problems, and you know that, Father. But they are not clear. It doesn't look like a broken leg or a damaged heart. But it is as powerful as any of those things. I'm asking today for people who are caregivers to give them strength, Father, clarity of mind, and for the people to come into their lives that will be able to help them. We are an aging earth, Father, and you know that. And we are going to need a lot of us to gain the strength, the mentality, the insight to care for the people that cared for us. They are here in this church. They're here in our community. And we have to come out of ourselves to be able to do that. I thank you, Father, for this church. And I ask my prayers today are for the growth of this church and the people in this church and their hearts and their minds that they will be able to see those things. They will only hear your voice and what you're telling us to do. And those things out in our universe that we can't control will be blocked from us. Please do not let us be debilitated by this. This has been a hard year. Two years. For me, three. Um, and I guarantee you, Father, that I... Bless your name. I am a grateful person. Yes. This is a grateful church. These are grateful people. We are obedient. And we need your help. Let this place be a light. Let Josiah be a light. Yes. 
Let anything that bad comes in, let it come out as a light in wherever you go. Kmart, Walmart. Thank, yes. uh, please help Walmart. Um, <laughs> um, but I know you can. Yes. I know you yes. can. But there are people in there that would look at you. You don't think they can see your light? They can. I can't tell you how many times I've been in Kmart, Walmart, anywhere, and a stranger will turn to me and ask me questions about their mental health. <laughs> and I have to say, well, I don't know everything, but I do know some things. So I'm telling you now, what's inside you is written on your heads. It is a message, and people see it. They can see it in you. They've seen it all my life. And so thank you, Father, for giving that to me. I thank you for the gifts that you provided for me. I can't tell you how much for the people that I've met that have changed my life and meant something and will help me help other people. So today, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this place. And I asked you to put your hard, huge hand all over Crossroads and let the lights come. Thank you, Father. In your name and only for your glory in all things. Amen. Yes, amen. Brother Robert, would you pray for us? God is good. Yes, sir. And I want to thank him for all his blessings that he has bestowed upon me and my family. And I'm grateful to each and every one who has said a prayer for me during my sickness. And I know that I'm here because of him. For he is good. Yes, he is. Yes. All the time. Yes, sir. And I thank him from the bottom of my heart. And I want to say that glory to his blessings upon each and every one. Continue to bless this church. Bless the people with love and glory to each and every one. For it's in his name. I pray this prayer. God is good. Yes. Yes, amen and amen. Now remember, I told y'all, there's going to be no formal dismissal. So if y'all are going to sit here all day waiting for me, no, we're here to pray. So I'm never going to tell y'all, hey, it's time to get out of here. Okay, so if you're going to sit here, be like, oh, I wonder where he's going to dismiss. I'm not dismissing anybody. Because there's some of us in here who need this and who need to keep pressing. Listen, if God has already dealt with your heart and you're good, you can go. I'm not holding you hostage. And no one's going to judge you for leaving. If, you, if you're ready to go, you go get some lunch. God wants you to eat, okay? But listen, for those who need it, stay in prayer. Maybe it may only be one or two, but that's why God called me to do this. It's for the one. Keep praying. Keep intercessing. I may even come to more people with a mic. Keep praying. All right, if you're ready to go, go. If you feel like you need to keep pressing into the Lord, keep pressing into the Lord.
Dear Lord, I want to lift up our lost loved ones, Lord. You, your word says to boldly come before your throne, Lord, and you say the seed of the righteous shall be saved, and I'm going to lift up the voices of the ones that I want saved this morning, Lord. My children, Crystal, Russell, Alex, and Andy, my grandchildren, Hunter, Braylon, Whitney, and Colton, my daughter-in-laws, Courtney and Samantha and Jenna, Lord, my husband, Earl, Lord, I lift them up to you right now and ask you to send your Holy Spirit to convict their hearts, Lord. Turn their hearts back to you, Lord. Let their minds be bombarded with your word of all the prayers and all the words of your Bible that they've heard all their life, Lord Jesus. And I just lift up Jordan and Megan and Beverly and all the people in here that have lost loved ones, Lord, I don't know their names, but everybody that can hear my voice right now, Lord, I lift up that person's loved one that is not saved in the name of Jesus, Lord. Send your Holy Spirit to convict their hearts right now. Turn their hearts back to you, Lord. Let them have these last years on this earth serving you and us serving you together, Lord. And I thank you for your word. I thank you for your promise. And I thank you for that seal. And I just speak it forth right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Come on, stretch your hands, Lord Pastor, and join these men in prayer. Pray for him, his family.
Lord, we've had many losses in this church. We have many grieving people, people who have lost their loved ones. Lord, some of them have been elderly, but we still miss them so much. Lord, we've had tragic deaths like David Bundry. Lord, we just pray that our Grief Share team can be used by you in order to reach these breaking hearts. Lord, we ask that we can be the light in their lives and help them to understand that by your hands, we can walk this path. As the 23rd Psalm says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And Lord, it's just a matter of we have to walk through it. There's no jumping it. There's no sidetracking it. But let us be the arms to help carry them as, as be part of the earthly people to carry them on your behalf, Lord Jesus. We pray for wisdom. We know that we're going to face people that have lost loved ones through COVID. And Lord, we don't, we've never dealt with that. I know of one that's coming that is, has a suicide in their family. And Lord, we're just praying and praying and praying that you will help us and guide us. I'm so thankful for the, the team that you have placed with us at this church that we can be a support mechanism for you. Lord, please give us strength and wisdom as we walk this out and help us to reach out into the community to let them know that we are here for them. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Father, I just want to thank you. Father, you are so, so good, and we cannot thank you enough. Father, I pray that you will change our perspective. Help us to change our perspective, because we have a part to play in that too. But Father, I pray that we magnify you. That we quit magnifying diseases, sicknesses, lack, poverty. Because God, in sight of you, they are nothing. Father, you are the God of all gods. You are the king of all kings. You are the ruler of all Father, I magnify you today. I make you bigger in my life than anything else, than anxiety, than depression, than grief. Father, I make you bigger because I know you love me. You love us. Father, you love us more than I could love any of us because I wouldn't send my son to die for people. But, Father, you did. You sent Jesus to die for us so we could live a whole, healed, prosperous, successful, peaceful, joyous, fulfilled, content life. Father, you looked you looked through eternity and you saw us. 
You saw me. You saw Pastor Josiah. You saw Serena. You, you saw every individual that's here. And you said, you know what? I love them so much, I'm going to send my son to die for them. Lord, what more could we ask for? We don't deserve, but because of Jesus, you've blessed us so abundantly. It's all because of Jesus. And Father, forgive me for getting so caught up in things that I've got to do, things that are going on, just feeling so stressed that I just want to walk away sometimes and just say, you know what, I can't. But, Father, those are times that I'm depending on myself. And I repent of that, Father. Because, Father, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Whatever you need me to do, Father God, I am a willing vessel for you. Father, I pray that I'm usable. Father, make us usable. Lord, I bless your name. Father, I just thank you for these people. I thank you for what you're doing, and I just thank you in advance for thousand salvations, 999, 9,900, I'm sorry, 900, hey, why not? You said bold prayers, so 9,999 to go. <laughs> Lord, I thank you. I thank you for salvation. I thank you for salvations that are turning people around. Not just saying, oh, I'm saved from hell, but no, no, no. We are living an abundant life because Jehovah Shalom reigns and rules in our life. Nothing missing, nothing broken. The Prince of Peace who makes us whole, healed, delivered, content, prosperous, successful, fulfilled. What more? I mean, Lord, you are so good to us. And I thank you. I thank you for healings. Father, I thank you for the miraculous that is happening in this house. I thank you for the miraculous that is going to continue to happen. Lord, I give you praise and honor and glory because you are so worthy of it all. You are just so worthy, and I bless your name right now in the name of Jesus. Dear Heavenly Father, we just lift up our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, Lord. Those that are not serving you, Father, they know what is right, God. And we pray, Lord, that strongholds will be broken off of them. There will be deliverances. Soul ties will be broken. Strongholds, Lord. We thank you, God, for your goodness. And we know, Lord, that you have your hand upon them, God. And we're just thanking you in advance for their salvation in yes, Jesus' name. Jesus. Amen.
Father, we give your name glory. We give your name honor and praise today. We thank you for your awesome presence in this house today, Father. We were created to praise you. We thank you, Father, for all that you do for us. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for taking care of us, Father. We pray right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. We ask that you continue to lead and guide Pastor Josiah and Serena in the mighty name of Jesus and the leadership of this house, Father. Father, set us on fire for you, Lord God. The only thing that will last is what we do for you, Lord God. Give us souls, God. Give us souls, God. Save our family members, Lord God. Save this community. Give us holy boldness, Father. When we are on our jobs, in stores, in restaurants, when we come in contact with people, Lord God, let us be a light in the midst of darkness, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, people leaving here every day and don't know you as Lord and Savior, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, help us, Lord God. Set us on fire, Lord. Fresh fire, Lord God. Fresh fire, Lord God. Fresh fire, Lord God. Fill us up, Lord God, once again with your precious Holy Spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for a mighty move of your spirit in this house, Lord God. And let it spread, Lord God, for churches and congregations all over the world, Lord God. We don't know when you are to come, Lord God. We cry out for souls, God. Give us souls, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we love you, Lord. Because you first loved us. You gave your one and only begotten son to be a savior for this entire world. In the mighty name of Jesus. Help us, Lord God, to pray more. To be more grateful, Lord God. Starting this day to be more grateful than we ever been, Lord God. Help us. Help us not to be so comfortable, Lord God. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. Help us to always remember that every day and to pray without ceasing, Lord God, because life depends upon this. When someone is laid upon our heart, let us pray right away because they need it right then. If they come across our mind, they need our prayer. So let us be obedient to your word and sensitive to your spirit. We thank and we praise you today. We glorify your name and we magnify your name. And I lift my family up before you today. They're in bereavement, Lord God. There are so many that don't know you as Lord and Savior. And I ask that you would touch them as they set their foot in this church on tomorrow. I pray for a mighty anointing, God. Open their eyes in the mighty name of Jesus, that they will realize, open their hearts, Lord God, that they will realize that you, they need you, Lord God, as Savior and Lord of their life, Lord. Because we don't know, we don't know whether today, tomorrow, when our last day is, but we need to be ready in the name of Jesus. And I ask that you would save each and every one that come in those doors, Lord God. Let them not leave here to the same, even the funeral direction. Save those, Father, save them as well in the mighty name of Jesus. And I ask that you would anoint the pastor that will be bringing the message 
anoint him, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. And I thank and I praise you for being a part of this house. I pray, Father God, for revival. I pray for awakening, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let it start with us in this house in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we need you. I pray for signs, miracles, and wonders in this house. We can have it, but we need to pray more. Bold prayers in this house. We need to be united in one house and praying. Hallelujah. Not only in our house, but in this house and believing you for miracles, signs, and wonders. Hallelujah. I pray for every generation of curse to be destroyed out of lives, family lines right now in the name of Jesus. Every disease, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Healing is the children's bread in the name of Jesus. Let's step up and claim it in the name of Jesus. Believe that his word will not return unto him, boy. It will accomplish where it was sent and it will prosper therein. Let's believe our healing in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor and the praise, Lord God. It's in your name. It's in your name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. Pray for us, brother. Um, Lord, I want to thank you for, first of all, for letting us be able to come into your house, Lord, and giving us the ability and to just, just wake up and just worship your name. And Lord, I pray for this generation. Lord, this, this generation really needs you because they're normalizing things that shouldn't be normalized, Lord. And this, this whole world needs you. Yes. Lord, I just, I just pray that you just touch this world, Lord. Touch, touch this generation. Touch teenagers my age, grown people, even, even the younger kids, Lord. And Lord, I just, I just repent for me personally, all the things I have done, Lord. And, Lord, I just want to thank you for blessing me with life each and every day, Lord. And thank you for blessing me with the platforms that I have, Lord. Thank you for using me to be able to spread the gospel to many broken people, Lord. And, Lord, I just ask and pray that you help anybody, whatever they're going through in this house, Lord. You, you know their hearts, Lord. You know what they're going through, Lord. So I pray that you help them. I pray that you, you give them comfort and peace and joy. And for those who can't hear your voice, Lord, I pray that you just help them to hear your voice, Lord. Give them, give them peace, give them love, show them care. Show them the things that this world can never show them, Lord. Lord, I just, I just want to say thank you because you have done so much for me. You have done so much for all of us. It's just, I, I just, uh, I don't even know how to feel because it's just, just why? After all the things that I have done to you, after all the times I let you down, you just still have grace. And I just thank you for that. I just thank you for, for everything that you have done and what you're continuing to do. And, Lord, please just help this world, Lord, because this world needs you the most. So many people are broken. So many people are, are scared to come to church, Lord. And there are so many countries around the world who aren't even allowed to go to church, aren't even allowed to read the Bible, Lord. But in this country, we are, Lord, and so many people aren't taking advantage of that, Lord. So many people are taking that for granted that 
that they could just push it to next week. Oh, I don't want to come to church this week. Oh, I'll come next week. But Lord, I ask that you just help us to, to realize that this process of following you takes dedication, Lord. It takes, takes, takes time. It's, it's a process, Lord. And for those who have decided to give in their life to Christ today, Lord, I pray that you help them to walk on the path that you have set for them, Lord. Thank you for the path that you have set for me. And I know that this road isn't going to be easy. It's going to be bumpy. Satan's going to try to throw whatever he can. But, Lord, I pray that you just, just protect us, Lord. Help us to feel your love and protection, Lord. And just fill us with your spirit, Lord, because you, you're a miraculous God, Lord. And I pray for my family as they're going through the passing of my uncle, Lord. I just pray that you give us comfort, Lord. And just, just I pray for my aunt as well, Lord. And as she's, as she's working hard and as she's trying to get stuff together, Lord, I pray that you just help her. And Lord, I pray for Pastor Josiah and Pastor Serena, Lord. I pray for their family, Lord. I pray that you bless this house, bless everybody in this room, bless this whole house, Lord, so, so we can go many places, Lord. I just thank you for the calling that you have over my life, Lord. I thank you for putting people in my life to help me to be able to to use them as an example, Lord, and just, just do the things that they couldn't do, Lord. I, I just thank you for that, Lord. And, Lord, for those who have a feeling that their calling is to preach, Lord, I pray that you just, just lead them in that path, Lord. Help them, guide them, Lord. I just, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because you, you're an amazing God, Lord. You just, this is mind-blowing.
deserve the glory. Lord God, you're such a good, good Father, God. I thank you for what you've done and what you're going to do. Lord, we're so thankful for what you've done, but we come expectant for what you're going to do, God. As these bold prayers hit hit the throne room, God, you're going to move in ways that only you can do. Lord, starting with this church and going out to our families in this community, God, it's only God. That's all that people can blame it on. Lord, every mountain that's meant to break us and every lie that's meant to tear us down, God, you've already walked before us. Lord God, we have nothing to worry about. You've walked before us. You know what's coming, and you're going to get us through. God, thank you for what you've done here today and what you're going to do, Lord. As we walk out of these doors, Lord, let us be bold. Let us be only God. Only God's moving. That's the only answer as we go to work, as we go out in the public, God. Let us be that light. Let us walk. Lord, thank you for what you've done. Lord, we come expectant today, God, that you're going to move in ways. Lord Jesus, thank you for moving. Lord, thank you for saving our lost loved ones. Thank you for this generation, God. I pray that you touch this generation that's coming up, God. Let them be so on fire for you. Yes. Oh, God, just thank you. We expect you. And, Lord, we praise for what you've done, God, and what you're going to do, Lord. We're so yes. thankful for you, God. You're worthy of it all, Jesus. Thank you. If I can keep it together, but I've got a confession to make. That when Pastor Tim said he was getting done and that he was going to be moving, we're going to miss him. And I was, I was upset. I was kind of angry somewhat. But I've grown to know Josiah, and I, I love him. You know, thank you. He's my pastor. So, thank you. Well, thank you, brother. You're going to make me cry now. <laughs> love you, man. can sit in the presence as long as you want. You can sit in here as long as you want. <clears throat> Pastor Josiah said something that, was, that resonated with me uh, right when he started. He said, let's not be a hopeful church, but a prayerful church. And it made me think back to one of my uh, COOs of a group I used to work with. He'd always ask things. and He'd say, are you going to be able to get to that number? And I'd say, well, I hope so. He'd said, hope's a girl's name. <laughs> and one thing I always tell my salespeople um, is when we have our meetings and our monthly goals, and I said, a goal without a plan of action is nothing more than a wish. All these bold prayers that's up on the wall, they're prayers and they're bold. But I know that my God can meet each and every one of those needs. Yeah. 
I know that he can. I know that he can. He says, ask for anything in my name and you shall receive. But everyone always forgets that last part. He says, but first seek me and love me. Seek me and love me. If you ask for anything in my name, seek him. And that's where the prayer comes in. You know, and it's just like we we prayed this morning and we were talking about this morning in our service today, uh, right before the service, and we were talking about that the church is pregnant with something. This church is pregnant with something, and it's pregnant. And as this, this series of pregnancies goes about, as it keeps going, as it keeps going, it goes through different trimesters. And it goes to that, oh, well, I'm pregnant and I'm shining and I'm glory to that, that last trimester where the women are walking around, they can't breathe, they're holding their back, they can't get comfortable, they can't sleep. That's because things are getting uncomfortable. So as we get to that uncomfortable stage, I pray and I ask that God will just make us get to that uncomfortable part that we will continue to dig deeper. Not just say the simple prayers, but to dig deeper. And I'll end with this, and then I'll close. And then, like Pastor said, if y'all want to sit around, that's great, being in the presence. One of the things I always admired about my father-in-law, when me and my wife started dating umpteen million years ago, <laughs> I used to think, I was like, man, is Pastor talking to himself? Is he talking to himself? We'd be at the house, and we'd sit there, and he'd just always be in there, and he'd see him in the kitchen, and he'd be making something. And I always thought he was just talking to himself. I said, like, man, this man's talking to himself. And then finally I asked Michelle, I said, is Pop, is he, is he just talked to himself? She said, no, he's done it for as long as I've known him. He's praying. The man never stops praying. Here I was early on thinking, this man's lost it. No, I'm the one that's lost it. He, every breath that comes out of that man's mouth, he's praying. If I could, I pray to God that my, my tenure here on earth, that I'll get just be a semblance of that, just to be walking and praying, walking through the house, walking to make myself some cereal, walking to make myself dinner, whatever it may be, that I'm just praying. If we as a church can get to that point of just praying at every single breath, imagine what breakthroughs will take place in our house, what breakthroughs will take place in our workforce, what breakthroughs are take through in our generations of our families. So, Father God, I just want to thank you today. I thank you for the service today, God. I thank you for creating in Pastor Josiah a new semblance of hunger to seek your face. Sometimes it's, it seems trivial that we can just, oh, let's just pray, but you actually dig in deep and pray. And Father God, I have pray and I ask, oh God, that whatever we ask in your name, that we shall continue to seek your face, Father God, and love you. As your word says, just love you, Father God. Because to love you, Father God, means that you want to talk to us. <laughs> to love someone means you want to have a relationship with that person. So Father, I pray and ask that you are creating us a love to have a relationship with you, to talk to you on a daily, hourly, weekly, by-minute basis. That these prayers that we are bringing forth to you today, Father, that they not just be something that we're just saying, that we're just saying, let's do it, and then on Sunday we walk away from it. But, Father, let it be something that's on our mind 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, that every moment that we're doing something, that we're, we're mentioning your name, that we're praying, that we're speaking these things as not as though they are. So, God, I pray and ask that you will create that hunger in each and every person that's here, 
that's on the online congregation and those who have left. Because I know that you are an amazing God. And I know that the things that we've been talking about today will come to fruition. But first, we must put into action what we're saying we're going to do. So, Father God, kick us in the rear end when we're not doing it. Remind us when we're not praying, when we're not seeking your face, when we're not talking to you. Slap us upside the head and say, boy, girl, I want to talk to you. So, Father God, help us to get to that point where we just want to talk to you. Father God, help us to help me to be like my father-in-law, Kenneth, please. God, help me to be like him. A man who just talks to you every moment of his life. He's talking to you, Father God. Help me to create that in me. I want my child and I want my grandchildren to say, what's wrong with Papa? I want them to know what's wrong with this. Just say, they finally say, baby, it's all right. He's just talking to God. And I pray and ask that each and every person will have that. Help us as a church to get to that point. Because, God, I know that if we can get to that point, whew, there's no telling what you're going to do. And as I said last week, we'll get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. But in order to get ready, I'm using my father-in-law again. We've got to plow on, plow on, plow on, plow on, plow on, plow on. We have to put in the work. So God created us to know that that work is not a four-letter dirty word, but it's something we have to do in order to get what you have planned for us, we have to put into work, Father God. God, thank you. Thank you for loving us, Father God. Help us to love you more each and every day. Create that passion in us as David had, a hunger and a heart, for, heart after God. Help us to have that heart. Thank you for who you are, Father. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for the people that are coming in this congregation the new faces that are coming in here each and every week. We thank you for that. The members that are online that are clicking on right now, that are still sitting on their couch watching us, we thank you for those who's watching because I know that all of a sudden things are going to start happening and people are going to start coming. So help us to create an atmosphere in this house that not only welcomes them, but teaches them how to love you. Not just talks about it, but it teaches about it. God, thank you so much. We love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I just thank you that something very important has been broken in this church today. There was a lie of the enemy that said that only certain people pray in this church. Only some people can pray with the mic. And that is a lie from hell. Every believer can pray. Every sinner can cry out to God for mercy. Thank you, Jesus, that you have broken this thing loose. You've been working on it. But today, Lord, you've used Pastor Josiah to say, okay, we're just stopping the regular teaching and preaching and we're praying. And Lord, we know that, that as we pray and we pray the word, that you, you are going to change us. I truly believe you're trying to change us. So we have got this incubator ready for these new babies to come. 
You know, there's an atmosphere in the nursery, right? You don't just throw garbage and everything in there. It, the, the nursery's got to be sanitized and ready. If there's an incubator, it's got to be just the right temperature for, for the little babies to come in, those that need to be in the incubator. You know, some babies go in the incubator because they need more attention. Some don't need it. But, but the babies that are coming in here, some's going to need the incubator. And we're going to have to bear with it. You remember little Bella back there? She was in the hospital for three months after she was born. She needed special attention. And God's going to help us to be ready, uh, Pastor Josiah. He's going to help us to be ready, be ready, be ready. I want to uh, proclaim a few verses here that I was proclaiming as prayer walking. Uh, today, hallelujah. Uh, I'll tell you one thing I was praying. Uh, well, you know, you told us to encircle the church. But I prayed around that bus. Now, that bus can't stay out there dormant no more. No, we got to sell that. Now, either it's got to be sold or it's got to get in the work of God. But it can't just sit there, right? We agree on that? I mean, really, I'm serious. I just felt like I was to go around it and go around it and lay hands on it that, that, that God's going to use that, whether it be in this ministry, another ministry, or some of it, whatever, but it's not going to sit there. But it's going to be used for the glory of God. Because on my way to church, I was thinking about Pastor Tommy Barnett in Arizona had a bus ministry, and I was thinking about it when I was driving in here. I was, that's, that's a confirmation that, that we need to bus them in, bring in the children, Bring in the families. We need, to, we need to pray about that because bus ministry could be really vital if we want to bring them in. So it, God has that in my heart this morning, right here, right on the way, right coming in the door. And, and Elaine didn't even know I was praying over that out there. If God, I didn't tell God what to do with it, but I'm, so I'm just throwing it out there. If we're supposed to be bringing people in, now, you know, sometimes you got to pray do we keep it or let go of anything, anything? And so Lord knows the, this bus belongs to God and this church right now. So if it needs to stay here for bus ministry, and, you know, y'all can talk about that, pray about that. But, but I've even said that out there in prayer out loud. So whatever God wants to do and whatever the church council and the pastors say. Okay, <clears throat> in Psalms... 115, it says, You who reverently fear the Lord, trust in and lean on the Lord. He is your help and your shield. And we thank that. We thank you, Lord, for that, for Crossroads. The Lord has been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron, the priesthood. And, of course, the priesthood were the intercessors. He will bless those who reverently and Fervently fear the Lord, both small and great. May the Lord give you increase more and more, you and your children. May you be blessed of the Lord who made heaven and earth. The heavens are the Lord's heavens, but the earth he has given to the children of men. And we are taking dominion over this earth as God has given it. The dead cannot praise the Lord, neither any who go down into silence. 
But we at Crossroads will bless, affectionately, gratefully praise the Lord from this time forth, forever praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 